Who are your lifelong friends? Welcome to the What Could Go Right podcast, where we talk about personal growth, family connection, and raising adult children. I'm Eric Orton. I'm Emily Orton. And we are the parents of five children who have either launched or are launching, and we want to help you in this exciting and sometimes complicated phase of life of raising and parenting adult kids. So, okay, today we're going to talk about lifelong friends. Lifelong friends. All right, take it away. And I didn't see this model for me. As a kid, I had friends, I always had friends, but I noticed that my parents didn't seem to have friends. They were super nice, always willing to help anyone, um, serve anyone, take food somewhere, but it was pretty rare for us to have somebody come over for dinner or for us. I mean, we were a family of eight, so it was pretty rare for us to get invited somewhere for dinner if we were not related to that person. And so as we got married and we had our small children um, and we moved to New York City and I was overwhelmed as a new to marriage, new to motherhood, new to the, the urban life, um, I felt a little bit lonely and I, realized as I started wanting to reach out and make connections and I could have conversations that I hadn't ever seen really modeled for me what adult friendships look like. If my parents were running friendships, then it was out of my, my sight. Maybe they had phone calls or maybe they got together after work or when or I was at school. Well, they definitely weren't texting, but I, I just didn't see it and I felt like this gap in my skill set and I wasn't sure what to do and um, but then I would hear the stories about your family your your parents did it in a really different way yeah I grew up one of my first memories of longtime friends were we were moving back from Germany to the DC area because my dad had been stationed in Germany for a while and we went straight from the airport to the home of this family that my parents had been friends with since they were newlyweds, and they had, it, one of the things that was nice was they had kids that were the same ages and the same gender as us, and so like everybody had a buddy to be with, and we went straight to the house and stayed with them before we even went to our own home, and we got together over the years for Super Bowl parties, dinners, holidays, you know, just on the regular, and still in touch with them to this day. My parents are, and as am I, and even my mom, especially has um, friends from her childhood in Finland that she is still in touch with and gets together with and so um, I felt fortunate to see a lot of this happening and didn't realize that it was something new for you um, and we've done it our own way we um, and we're going to talk a little bit about that but um, there's no right or wrong way but um, but if you want to have adult friends or if you want to have long term lifelong. lifelong friends it doesn't happen by accident yeah, so I remember um, one weekend after visiting your family, which I thought, oh, this is very familiar to me because anytime we were going to take a trip, the trip was always to visit and stay with our blood relatives, like aunts and uncles, grandparents, cousins. So fun, so good, and that I was very familiar with. Um, but they were talking about getting together with their friends, like your mom still goes walking with one of her best friends every morning, or like regularly. Yeah. And, and I was so struck by that. And I remember having this conversation with you where I said, 
we realized together, or we decided together, if we want to have lifelong friends, we're going to have to start now, and at that time we were in our early 20s or mid-20s, start now, and then keep making time or putting resource into friendship, whatever that resource may be. Maybe we didn't, couldn't always afford to travel, but we could stay in touch in other ways, and then when it was time to travel, we would make sure that we were going to see friends also. We just like, who do we want? We're inviting them to travel <laughs> with us. Inviting them to come to our house. I mean, it wasn't just big distance things. It would be like getting together. And um, so with that deliberately in mind that we wanted to have lifelong friendships as we would, you know, make those connections with people and we would continue putting energy into it over time, even after we weren't in the same place anymore. Um, some beautiful things really started happening that like, I hadn't seen growing up, but in New York City we lived so close to our friends, everyone was walking distance and everyone was willing to walk a little further than in maybe some other places, like, yeah, I'll walk 25 minutes to your house, um, pushing a stroller and three kids walking behind me. Um, but it was like all these doors opened up to us and, and we lived kind of in each other's homes and we met at the park regularly and we took turns making dinner for each other's families and built this beautiful community and it's been such a benefit to me and it's also been a benefit to our kids. And I think this all came home to us, I guess pun intended, Yeah. Last was it last week? When we had a big get-together here at our new home in Salt Lake, where um, we had three, four, like, multiple families from our, our time in New York. Yeah, there were 30 people here. But, but coming from England, coming from New Zealand, coming from Arizona. Arizona, coming from also from nearby. And so, but those of us, we felt close enough and comfortable enough to want to make the effort to gather. And uh, Emily wrote an email about this, and you know we have some great pictures where our place is just jammed with people, like little kids clustered over here playing a board game, and people out in the backyard with some chairs just sitting in a circle talking. Somebody's making sandwiches in the kitchen. Somebody's upstairs taking a nap. Just kind of this pile-in where everybody feels comfortable. The kids are all they're growing up together. We're seeing the kids grow up, and so in some ways we're kind of these honorary aunt and uncle and their honorary nephews, nieces, and, and cousins to each other. And, and I feel it. I feel the power and the strength that comes from those relationships. And I'm really grateful that 20 years ago, 20 plus years ago, yeah, yeah. we were conscious of that need. And, and I guess I'll say this, if you're in a situation where you have lifelong friends, and you continue to cultivate them. If you have not had lifelong friends yet, it's never too late to start. It's like planting a tree. You know, the best time to plant a tree was 10 years ago. The next best time is today. So you can always start friendships, and especially you know, if you're if you're further along in life and you already have adult kids, chances are there are plenty of people that you've crossed paths with that you can reconnect with, that you can resume conversations, and and uh, kind of like uh, you have you have a history that you can draw on to, to be a foundation for a, a, a revived friendship. And there's a few reasons that I would submit that this is really worth the effort and the, the time that it might take. Um, one is that it's 
amazing for you. And all the studies that I'm seeing coming out on like vitality and longevity, you know, health span, not just lifespan, are relating more and more to the relationships that we have cultivated and maintained. That's what gives us the, you know, the, the better mental health and joy in life and desires to keep being excited about the future. So there's that. And then um, I just, I come across some depressing studies recently and you can know for yourself or by your own, you know, anecdotal experience, but most people are lonely. That's the, that's the bottom line. And it doesn't have to be that way. There are so many people that we do not have to be lonely. And one that I wasn't really imagining when we first started talking about it, but it's created a deep bench for our kids. So not only do we have that support system um, and where there's a give and take, like we receive and we also give and share, but it has filtered down to the next generation as well. All those kids are connected and our kids see us prioritizing friendships and it gives them hope and a good example for the future of what it does look like. And in fact, um, when we were in New York City, one of our friends was moving away. We happened to now live much closer to this friend, but we didn't know that whatever happened. And we gathered for a farewell party and all the women were gathered and you know, we were sharing delicious food and um, memories and encouragement and hugs and tears. And my daughter stopped by, she was like 17 at the time. And as we walked home, she was like, I'm so glad that I got to see this. I'm so glad that you're doing this. And I, I'm really happy to have this example, to see what a group of supportive women getting together can look like. So what this is, you know, one of the things we call double return parenting. Yeah, and the reason, we'll talk about double return parenting often, and this is just one example of it, but double return parenting implies two benefits. The first benefit is that you get, you get as a parent. If you have lifelong friends, that's a benefit for all the reasons that Emily has described. And the second benefit is that you model it for your kids, and they have a better sense of how to go about it and, and bring that experience into their own lives and it benefits them, that's the second one. So the great thing about it is that we as parents are getting something that is actually really good for us and we like, and it helps our kids and it ripples out into future generations. So it's at least double return parenting and possibly more. So. I love that. I think that is a perfect example of what could go right. What could go right. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode. I want to make sure that you know that we do not advertise on this. And so the only way that people find out about this podcast is through word of mouth. So please give us some stars on a rating, review it, share it with somebody that you think this might help out. We would really appreciate that. And also, if you haven't already, please do sign up for a free mini session with me and Emily. Just go to theawesomefactory.nyc forward slash strategy session. Uh, and you can snag 30 minutes where we can sit with you and we want to hear your goals, hopes, dreams, the things that you want for you, your marriage, your family. And we want to help you discover what's possible in your life. So thanks so much for joining us.